Welcome to Coaching with Catherine, the podcast on defining success on your own terms. My name is Catherine Lavenhagen. The first Friday of each month, you will get a new podcast to support you in making life mean more and building a life you're proud to live. Today's episode is with Ingrid Gomez. Ingrid is a model turned life coach and humanitarian. Strikingly beautiful, both inside and out, Ingrid is on a journey to transform humanity. When she's not coaching and living in Dubai, you can find her working on her bigger vision for humanity, an eco-friendly environment in Brazil for people to cohabitate and share resources. Ingrid has found a way to connect to her authentic voice and has literally transformed herself from the inside out. Come join me to learn how Ingrid has redefined beauty and how she is bringing this newfound understanding to others. Let's dive in and talk to Ingrid now. Hi, Ingrid. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm here with Ingrid Gomez. And Ingrid and I met in a leadership program through CTI uh, back in September, so about a year ago. And we spent 10 months together in this leadership program. And I am really fascinated by Ingrid. And she um, has so much to offer. And I'm really excited to learn more about her and share part of her story with you. Um, And just be wildly curious about her and what makes her who she is and how she's got to where she is and what her... um, goals are for the future. So she's up to some pretty exciting things. So I'm excited to learn more about her plans. So Ingrid, um, I think the way I'd like for us to start is just by you sharing a little bit about yourself, like who you are, where you live, where you're from, what your background has been up to this point, just to help the listeners know you a little bit more. Well, thank you, Catherine. Um, About Ingrid Gomez, who am I? (laughs) So, I'm Brazilian. Uh, I was born and raised in Brazil. I left Brazil. I was around 19 years old as a model. So, my background is in fashion. (laughs) So, when did you start modeling? Like, how young were you when you started? I was really young. Actually, my first gigs, I was about five, six years old. Oh, wow. I started very, very early. Okay. Because my parents still, they had time for it at at that time. And and I grew up, we stopped a little bit, and I started again my career when I was about 13 to 14 years old. I did some work in Sao Paulo, in Brazil. I used to travel around Brazil. And when I was 19, uh, I decided, I decided, no, I had an opportunity to go outside and live in Mexico for three months. For modeling, a modeling opportunity? Okay. For a modeling opportunity. And it was my first time in another country. So I was so excited that I didn't think twice. (laughs) I grabbed the opportunity. And from there, from there, I, I never stopped traveling. So I spent like a few months here, a few months there. I traveled around Europe. Um, I went to United States. 
and I ended up in Dubai. So, and this was all, all the traveling was related to modeling. Yeah. All okay. the traveling was related to, to modeling and uh, some sort of events like fashion events. And so that took you to Dubai where you currently live. Yeah. So that took me to Dubai. Uh, as a model, I wasn't working very well in, in Miami. Miami was my last stop. So I wasn't working very well. And they decided me to, uh, they decided to send me to Middle East. That was the, the last opportunity, let's say, because my agents had uh, a branch over there as well. So they, they moved me there. And I supposed to stay three months and I ended up staying until today. <laughs> <laughs> so how long, how long have you lived in Dubai? For five years. Oh, wow. Okay. Years that I'm there. Um, I model, I, I was modeling in the beginning. And after that, I, I saw that I couldn't live in the place just modeling. Uh, I couldn't afford to live in that place only modeling anymore. So... I started doing different stuff. Like I went to the event side of the thing. Uh, I worked as a PA for a friend of mine. She has a, 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 a brand, a clothing brand. So I was her PA. Uh, I went into real estate for a while and still I do some stuff in real estate. And then I discovered coaching. Um, how did, so how did you discover coaching? Because that seems like kind of like a lot different yeah different so the coaching came to my life uh, in the moment that i was looking for a meaning in life so the, the idea was to do the coaching program to apply on myself to get to know myself better i never thought the coaching uh, as being a coach it was really for a self-development. So you were, it sounds like you were like searching for more meaning in your life at exactly. that time. Like you weren't feeling fulfilled with what you were currently doing. Yeah, not at all. I, I, I was feeling that something was missing. I, I was feeling empty. I was, I, I was really like wanting to give a meaning for my, uh, to my life. And, and. And when I read about the coaching, I was like, no, this is perfect for me to get to know myself better and, and look into a, a future and, and decide what I want to do and who I am before what to do. Yeah. And I'm imagining, I mean, this may just be an assumption that I have, but like if your career up to that point was primarily modeling, which is very focused on your external um, appearance and you are very beautiful. Um, you're a very beautiful person on the outside. I imagine that like that may have been, yeah, challenging. Cause it, it sounds like you were going from, from a way of moving through life that was very focused on your outward appearance to like actually looking within more like in figuring out what makes you come alive and what fulfills you. So yeah, what, what was that transition like for you? It was really tough because I, I, I didn't want to associate myself with the external vision. I, I, I really wanted to find, uh, I really wanted to, it was hard because I really wanted to, to be 
seen as who I am inside, not outside. So it was really tough in the beginning because I didn't know who I was. I was just used to the external image. So it was a hard work in the beginning. I think it's, it's uh, how can I say that? It's uh, work that never, never ends. Ends. Well, and it's probably also like you're not only trying to shift your own perception of yourself, but also like other people who meet you or know you, they may have this assumption about who you are based on how you look and your age or whatever, and not take you seriously um, from the standpoint of really getting to know like who you are on the inside. So it's like you have like, you have this hurdle to overcome because of your appearance and because of how like beautiful you are. I imagine like it was um, a hurdle to overcome and in actually getting past that and looking within and also help helping other people to get past that. Yeah. It was really hard because I, I, I didn't know who I was because the only thing I knew was what people could see because I couldn't see as well. So I really couldn't uh, feel or see or be who I am. So it was really confusing for, it's still really confusing for me because to understand that my opinion is the opinion that matters, um, knowing who I am is what matters and not what about, not what other people see or feel. Does, does it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. It's like you, you realize like, it's really, it's up to you to get to know yourself and to, yeah, to know who you are and that, that it's not as important, like what other people think of you or how they perceive you, but most important that you, that you know who you are. Yeah, exactly. How I see myself. Which I, I imagine that took a lot of courage for you to step outside kind of what, what you've been told that you are or that kind of mold that maybe was handed to you, like this is who you are, and actually put it aside and try to in, in discover who you, who you really are. Exactly. It's like... Um... It's a, a daily work. I've lived my whole life uh, with the others' perceptions, and getting a new perspective, uh, perspective, it's really confusing because it's a daily battle. Yeah, it's like taking off the old, like it, it's almost making me think of like a costume or something, like that you have this you have this costume that you've worn your whole life and taking it off and like, not like kind of being disoriented, like who am I? And completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who am I? It's every day, like reminding myself who I am. So what do you, yeah. What do you know about who you are now? Cause you've been on this journey for how, how long have you been on this journey? It's been uh, almost two years. Yeah, it's been. Okay. 
since I started the co the coaching and everything. It's been two years. Um, how how do I see myself now? Or yeah, what do you know about yourself now? What do you know about who you are? That's a good question. I actually can see the kindness. I actually can see, like, uh, how am I good on bringing people together? How can I make the difference? And believing that I can do that, like, not looking at myself anymore as just an object that is going to be... Um, that is going to be forgotten anytime. It's not. I know my power. I know uh, uh, how powerful I am uh, and how important I am to the world right now. Like the, the ideas that I have of bringing people together and building, like looking really into themselves. Because I believe when you look into yourself, you become more compassionate. And compassion is what we need in the world right now. Bring people together. Yeah, so it sounds like you're recognizing that who that your kindness and your compassion and your own journey of like going within and getting to know yourself actually is the is the connector between other people and helping them to take that journey and also helping them to be able to connect with other people. Yeah, exactly. Because I think when you're connected to yourself, like you get to see the world in a different way, like with kindness. And that brings people together. Yeah, I, I guess I'm curious, like, because I'm thinking what is what makes it different between coming from knowing yourself and then navigating in the world versus like not knowing yourself and navigating in the world from that place. Like what, what creates those two paths from being different? Like what makes them different? If that makes sense. Uh, when you're navigating, we are just passing through. You are not really aware of everything that is happening around you. Nature, life, you don't appreciate things. You just take them from, for granted. You're not really living on purpose or you're not having a fulfilled life. You're just existing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's probably why people get focused on like achieving goals or making money or like because it's it's something to focus on even if even if it doesn't align with who they are and what they actually, what's actually important to them. Exactly. That's what they were told it was right. That's not really, it might not be what's right, right? Like we are human beings, but we don't use the being of the human. And, and being is being part, part of the world as uh, like, being connected to nature, to other human beings, is a pleasant thing, not going against it. Mm -hmm. This is what I see like as doing, like just going straight to, to the end because I have to achieve that without feeling the, the way there. So what, what has it been like for you to shift the way that you're moving through your life? 
right now I can I can I can say that it's it's not easier but it's smoother. It's smoother. And going aware, like living aware, living awake and uh, it's not only ple pleasant like I feel grateful to feel everything, to see everything, and to when I when I say feel everything and see everything, it's like how the human connection can be different, how the how your connection with nature, how your connection with life can be different when you are aware of it. I, I feel fulfilled. Makes me see life with uh, a desire, a big desire. I don't know if desire is like the right word. Yeah, it kind of sounds like shifting from a place of just using things to get to your next step, like using nature, using people, using thinking of things in terms of like, how can this, how can this serve me? Or like, how can I get what I need to get to the next thing to a place of like, just appreciation and um gratitude and um like how can i how can i contribute like how can i take care of and how can i contribute exactly it's like it's an exchange it's not i'm giving you uh, i'm not taking from you and not giving back yeah it's like a mutual it's a, yeah like how can i make this better and then as a result, I, I actually receive something that helps me. Exactly. Exactly. It's thinking about both sides. It's not only not being, I, I, I don't know if it, this is being selfish. So it's maybe it's not being selfish. It's really like giving and taking genuine. Yeah. Like from a place of, instead of from maybe from a place of lack, like, instead of operating from a place of like emptiness or lack, like being in a place of like abundance and worth, like self-worth where it's like, I'm okay. I'm already okay. So now how can I make things better instead of like, I need to get this thing to make me feel okay or something like that. Yeah, exactly. It's not using the things. It's being part of it. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I imagine it's created a whole, whole new way of experiencing life for you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So that's how I feel. I feel. I feel life is brighter now. So you talked about like this desire or these desires that you have. Like, can you tell me a little bit about and the listeners a little bit about like, what are you wanting now? Like, what are the excuse me, what desires do you have for yourself or for life or for what you want to create? My desire for life, I, I, I always think in a big, big picture. It's like bringing human beings and nature uh, to have a healthy, uh, healthy relationship. It's like really living in harmony. So I want to start, I wouldn't say small, but I would say my first step would be like creating a community that believes in that being a model and showing that it's possible like living in harmony with nature humans living in harmony with nature so 
how do I want to do that? It's creating a sustainable community. Like nature can provide us everything that we need. We just need to be kind with it. Otherwise, our supplies are going to finish anytime soon. And the quality of life is going to be really bad. So that's my biggest worry right now. Like it's really being in harmony with our ecosystem. I really think this is a key for a happier or healthier life. And that means union as well. Because when you are in a health environment, in a harmonious uh, environment, you are kinder. So the union is easier to, to happen. Yeah, like you're taking care of the resources and then the resources are giving you nour nourishment and, it's you know, energy. Back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it seems like that's, there's a shift happening where there's a lot of awareness around um, that, you know, we haven't really been conscious when it comes to our resources in the environment and just using them for our own needs and that like you said that seeing there's going to be a point where we run run out of them if we don't find a way to be in harmony and take care of them and in a way that's sustainable exactly because w w what i believe is when mm. you you get to when you wake up when you're conscious about yourself about yourself, just when you have that click, you're gonna be more conscious about your environment. So that's what I believe. It's working, the, it's like the self-development that brings all this of the bigger picture that is the ecosystem, that is the thing that provides us everything. Yeah, that's so, um, that's so important what you're saying, like that, at least what I'm hearing is like that, that change comes from within. So for there to be an environmental impact in, in terms of more sustainability, like actually people, it has to start from, from us being more conscious as human beings and more aware of the decisions that we're making and the impact that they have, not on, on just the environment, but on other people. So it sounds like, what I'm hearing is you're, you're really interested in that in like creating change from the, from the human, the personal side. Yeah, exactly. Because I believe that's, uh, that's where everything starts. So how do you see, like, I know you're doing coaching, um, but what else do you see playing a part in um, that piece of raising consciousness, like helping people to be more aware? So what else? Uh, so what I have in mind is uh, the sustainable community. Sustainable community that I, I, that's my, my next goal. That's something that I'm planning on. Uh, I would love my sustainable community to become a role model, the region. I don't know if just around here, Hopefully in the future, uh, internationally, it's really like uh, the community is basic, like bringing the, the human being and nature together, like really living 
in union and harmony. Does it make sense? Yeah, it does. So you're, you're, where are you planning to do that? In Brazil? Yeah, so I'm planning to do this in Brazil, in the northeast of Brazil. It's um, an area with uh, a lot of natural resources and undiscovered, I would say. Yeah. Not many people know about it. Not many people know. And uh, some people that they know, they are taking advantage of the place. Okay. The natural resources. So I would like to start raising conscience through that. Being a role model as a sustainable community. Yeah. So starting there and like having success with that. And then hopefully that, that will be a model for other um, people to, to start doing the same thing in their own communities. Exactly. It's like showing that it does work. That is it possible? It sounds like a really big project. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge project. <laughs> so how are you? Yeah, like how, what's keeping you focused and motivated to like, because there's, I imagine there's just like, it could be overwhelming to think about the magnitude of what you're trying to do. I'm trying to do, I'm trying to think of my purpose that is bringing people together and thinking about nature, really about the environment. Uh, it is very overwhel uh, overwhelming if I think how difficult it will be to build all of that. And it's still, I have my purpose in mind. So it's, it's giving, it's be it's giving a step by step not it's not like huge steps it's baby steps still but really having my purpose in mind every day yeah focusing on the next step in front of you and not you know getting overwhelmed by the magnitude of it and then connecting with why like your why like why are you doing it exactly and what do you think about um my experience has been in my own life in the last like two years, like there's been things that I just see for myself, like I'm, I'm going to do this or like, I'm going to move to Colorado and I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just knew that if I put one foot in front of the other, that I would be supported um, by the universe and like the how wasn't as important as just being very clear about what I wanted and taking action and moving myself forward. So how, yeah, how has that played into like your own journey in this process? That's exactly the way I feel. It's like, it, it's taking the first step. If I, I don't take the next step, I'm going to be worried. I'm going to be thinking like, what could go wrong? And I don't want that because I, my intuition, I, I really believe in that as well. So my intuition plays a, a big role here. And uh, it's believing, something tells me, and I can see it, that this is going to happen. Uh, and I know the way is not going to be fluffy all the way. But it's up to me to take always the next step and try to work with the unknown. Because the feeling I have, 
I know that it, it, it's gonna it's gonna be there. I can see the whole community working. Um, and yet, I don't know how to do the whole process. But I be I believe that I, it's gonna unfold every step that I give. It's gonna start unfolding. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's like you take the next step that's clear based on your intuitive sense of it. And then trusting that the next step will appear and you'll be met, like you're not having to figure out it all by yourself. Exactly. That's the most important part that I really, it it, it was the leadership made so much difference in my life because of that. It's like the tools that I got from there. It's just unbelievable. And asking for help, I think is the one that always uh, it, it keeps coming back to me. I do this alone. I, I'm building. Uh, um, how can I say that? I, I'm bringing people to my boat to work with me. So I'm meeting them on my journey. I'm not doing it by myself. I, yeah, I love that. The, the, the same mentality, the same desire. People that believe in that as well. So I'm not alone. And this is one uh, 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 one more reason for me to keep going because I feel supported. I feel I feel the passion around me. Yeah, you're being. It's like you're. I love what you're saying because it's like making me think of how. And this was something in leadership that we learned. But like we do something, and that creates some ripple effect you know, on our environment. And so then we, we have to stay and be aware of what's happening around us. Like if I take an action, then staying long enough to actually see what, what is that react? What is that causing other people to do? What is happening in my environment? And then creating from that, like my next step being a response to my awareness of what's actually happening. So what you're saying is like you're getting supported by other people. So if you do something, then that impacts the way that other people um, feel and respond. And then you create, it's like a dance that you're creating from each other. Yeah, I love it. Just, what you just said. It's a dance. Yeah, it's a dance. And you can't know. Yeah, you can't know like 10 moves out because you don't know what the person's going to give you. Exactly. They read them change all the time yeah so what what do you feel like is most important for you on this journey well I think probably you mentioned purpose but like what are like what's most important for you to stay connected with as you do this dance so I think the most important it's seeing the changing people already so it's believing how I'm going to, uh, how I, it's not that I want to change. I would love to raise consciousness, conscious, consciousness. Yeah. Consciousness. And seeing that it's already happening. Mm. So imagine when everything is already read and, and it's not only the effect that, that it's, this is having on people, but how much I'm evolving as a person as well. So like the change that it's having on people around you and then also what's happening to you in the process. process. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like, 
like you're unfolding and you're discovering who you are as you are taking action and moving forward with your desire, making your desires a reality. Yeah, I feel, I, yeah, exactly. I, I feel, I feel as a baby, <laughs> everything all, all over again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, when I asked you who, who, what do you know about who you are now? And it was like, I felt this sense that that was a hard question to answer. And I think it's probably hard to answer because it's, it's always changing and evolving. Like we're not static. We change. So who I am now, like what I know of myself now in a year, I may not be able to relate to that. Who I am being now. Yeah. So it's almost like a moment to moment thing. Yeah. It's not who I am. It's who I am being now. Person that it's unfolding on in me. Yeah. And if, and if we're stuck in this kind of fixed image we have of ourselves, it's really hard, I think, to flow with the changes that are happening in the dance that's unfolding because we're like, no, that's not who I am. This is who I am. And we get so, Oh, yeah. I'm being is so much flexible because it, it's it's that like we are learning all the time, so we change perspectives. It's normal we change maybe beliefs, so it's like a constant learning. Yeah, and that I mean I think we talked about this briefly before starting the the interview that that's scary. That can be really scary. Because it's like, if I let go of who I, who I was a year ago, then who am I now? Like, it's almost like an, a naked, like a feeling of being exposed. Like, at least if I have this hat to wear, I can like orient myself. But if I, if I let go of that, then who am I? And so, yeah. So from that place, what has helped you to stay, like, what has given you courage to like, venture into the unknown it's my the bigger desire to see everything flowing together everything dancing together to see the connection happening i can see even like the vibration you know vibration you can feel it so in that, that pulls you yeah that's what is motivating me and what help, helped me a lot it's helping me during the journey I, i'm gonna say again about leadership and one of the things that we we deal with it's dealing with the unknown. So it is. This is the this is reality. This is what's happening. And this is what makes more exciting. It's like dealing with the unknown, like who am I going to be now? Mm-hmm. What am I going to learn now. And yeah, you're energized by it. Yeah, and going where I want to go. Oh, I want to be, like, in a bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah, you're being pulled along. Yeah. So how would you define success today? How I would define success? I think success is being comfortable with who you are or who you're being. I think this is success for me field in the moment in the moment that you are 
Yeah. Like, like content is the word that's coming to me, like being content with who you are. Yeah, exactly. Which that is my sense of you, that you're, you're very content with who you are and who you're being. Yeah, I am. I I am super. And, and it's, it's like, maybe I'm not tomorrow, but I'm going to reinvent myself to be, I'm going to work to see the way I want to see. Yeah, you're constantly evolving. Yeah, moving towards uh, content. More contentment, more fulfillment, more satisfaction. Yeah, like that's kind of your gauge of knowing, like, am I on the right track or not? Like, how am I feeling? How am I feeling exactly? So what, do you, what if anything else do you want to share with um people who may be listening, who may not be, you know, they may be where you were two years ago. Um, I would call my state as a a zombie mode. (laughs) 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 And I was comfortable there for a while. And it was fun because it was everything that I knew. (laughs) It was easy. Yeah, I remember you saying that in leadership, like zombie mode. And it's so true. It's like just like going through the motions and being on autopilot exactly i was just an object of life but i had a voice inside Mm. telling me that that's not right that's not right there is something else there there is something else out there and one day i just had i don't know uh, i just said this voice is gonna keep annoying me (laughs) so let me see if it's worth hearing the voice. Let me give a try. And we, when I started like seeing dis- different perspectives in life, uh, really connecting with different people with the different mentality, or getting into nature and feeling how powerful it is, I was like, no, life has a meaning. Life is not this cycle of just doing what I should do because someone said that I should do. Yeah. Like taking that first step and listening to that voice, it sounds like opened up this whole new world. And then you, it gave you hope to like and motivation to keep going. It's like reborning. Yes. Yeah. For me, everything the way you want to learn. So you choose what you want to absorb or not. So that's how I feel today. Yeah, you listen, like I'm hearing you really trust yourself and you listen to yourself first, where before you would maybe listen to other people and what they told you that you should do. And now you're being driven from a place of internal resonance. Exactly, because we know uh, it's not because we were taught that way, that that way is right for us. Our body is super wise, knows what we need. And who we are or who we are being now. So to listen to the body is really, really, really important. And that kind of, again, is like the tuning fork of knowing, am I on the right path or not? Like, how am I feeling? You know. Yeah. We always know, but we we don't want to see it most of the time. Yeah, we don't want to listen listen all the time because it may mean making some decisions that are out of our comfort zone or rocking the boat or 
making people uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. It's, getting, it's caring getting out of your comfort zone. But it sounds like it's working for you. And I'm really happy for you and just really appreciative of the time that you spent to talk to me and from Brazil. She's in Brazil right now, getting ready to go um, visit this place that she's going to create this sustainable community. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited and thank you for taking the time to join me and sharing part of yourself with me and whoever may be listening. Thank you. Thank you so much, Catherine. It's always so lovely talking to you. Oh, thank you. Okay, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to Coaching with Catherine. If you like this podcast, please show us your support by leaving a review in iTunes or Google Play. It helps us so much and helps others to find the show. You can also visit me at www.coachingwithcatherine, spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E dot com or on Facebook to learn more about me and the work I do. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.